0: Have you been to my dick garden? Join the Paleolithic circle jerk.
1: It's June 1st, 2022. This is Rare Encounter, encounter number
0: 100. Double dipping with triple digits. I'm Mabel Kirby. Making 100 one-armed push-ups on cold acid. Oh, we did it, man! 100. We made it.
1: Yes, of course. We've uh, managed to avoid drowning. We've managed to avoid dying, and I've managed to open this beer, which is uh, a shiner buck. So,
0: uh, I, I, propose... I don't have beer.
1: Oh, is that uh, is that what I think it is? What? Horitos. A cider. Yes it is. Pineapple joritos. Pineapple joritos. I actually had one of those the other day. I found a Mexican restaurant that serves them, and I got a burrito and a jorritos. I was in cold acid mode. Nice.
0: Yeah, you're you're living you're living
1: it up cold acid style. Yeah, I had this sudden urge to drink milk out of bags for some reason.
0: Does that come with it? Ooh, yeah, you're you're turning Canadian. That's yeah. even worse than turning Japanese, eh?
1: Yeah. Some people say. Mm.
0: So we have a, do you want to start with a little retrospective and do it right off the bat? I think it'd be fun. Yeah, let's let us give the audience what they want to hear.
1: <laughs> so uh, after 100 episodes, uh, we have, why don't we just start and, and talk a little bit about how we started. Um, the story of Rare Encounter from the beginning was, I think uh, you and I were on IRC and one of us said, hey, let's make a podcast and let's do it on a Wednesday because that's when we're free.
0: Is there anything more? What I recall is you were the one who suggested that we do a podcast, and I'm the one who said, let's do it on Wednesdays because the rest of the week never seems to work out for me, and there are other shows that we both listen to, on the other days of the week <laughs> yes
1: i think that was it too there was there was a bunch of other shows on like thursdays and tuesdays and all the other podcasts we listened and to mondays
0: they, and mondays in fact one of them is on two of those days
1: at the time grumpy old ben's was on uh mondays and fridays if i remember right
0: so they were yeah uh, but they were middle of the day mm. they weren't in the they weren't in the evenings like us so the show evolved a al- a little bit since we
1: started, I was looking at the original notes if you for call episodes. it evolution. Well, it changed, we'll say. It had a lot of anime topics right at the top and, and some kind of indie uh, stuff. And we've migrated more or less away from anime, which we do. We'd still do those stories once in a while. But before, it was like 100% anime visual novels uh, for the first couple episodes. And it's really reflected in the our three things. Uh, do you want to tell... People who, who might not know what our three things are.
0: So for those who don't know, hello new listeners who've never listened to our show before. The three things is how we pimp our episodes by taking taking some of the topics that we discussed and twisting them around like the media does into clickbait.
1: Yes, and so we have the little triage of clickbait that goes. It's it's in the short description of the episode, and we've basically done our best to put absurd and um, obscene sounding things in there for the last hundred episodes. And Cold Acid was kind enough to, uh, or is, was it Cold Acid, or was it some anonymous British dude, <laughs> uh, was kind enough to record some. It, it,
0: it was my it was my evil British counterpart.
1: Oh, old Cassid? Hey, it's old Cassidy here. Yeah. We've got... New ba- No, warm bass. It was warm bass. Oh, warm bass. There you go. And somewhere along the way, it turned into a potato show. I, I'm still not sure how that would happen. But we have a little montage uh, set to music. I It's not every single three things, but I kind of cut them out to keep it down to size. I think the original one you sent me was 10 minutes long, so we uh we've we've got that to play for 10
0: minutes exactly right to the right to the number of samples in it yes brought it right to 10 minutes because i i i made sure there were enough pauses in there that it could be stretched out to that i'm sure that if you had stripped all the pauses it would have been down to like seven minutes something yeah
1: well i cut it down to two minutes seven seconds so uh let's let works all, for me let's all the listeners enjoy this uh i i highlighted some of my favorites in here so uh let's all take a listen
0: anime robotech and fantasy novel series that will never be finished gay frogs mcflurries and naked feet child dictators sports anime and a visit from grimace Pockets, topless newscasters, and Diagnosis Murder. They've experience creation, clam filters, and armpit piercings. Psychic crime fighting, master gaming, and riding the electric. Turtle toes, heat boners, and a two duck day. Artificial suns, unholy intersections, and Jonah the Lobster Diver. Dangling dendrites... Hard driving, and forbidden information. Fat electrons, the smokiest balls, and coming in the short cans. Honey volcanoes, horny bunnies, and Napoleon's hat. Missing pinballs, perfectly circular holes, and the secret of grimace. Salmon sperm. Poop equations and living the Amiga life. Fiber roofies, nice looking nuggies, and phallus vandals. Working the curve, waving the butts, and murdering the monkey. Groundhog fights, Furby sacrifice, and exploding lemmings. French women, schlicking sounds, and dating grimace. Wanking in glass houses. Eating crackers in bed and enjoying the disease. Cool trees, good-looking monkeys, and maps of dicks. Making ooh-ooh sounds, suffering with our eyes, and using toe cologne. Chimp milk, a PhD in hentai studies, and international sex standards.
1: I think that was it.
0: That was the... uh Yeah. uh... I I was expecting like, I was expecting like, masterpiece theater style background music there. But uh, that worked. Yeah, I also I noticed that you kept all the grimace ones. I did. And you, the, you you got something for the big purple guy, don't you? What I wanted to bring up was there's two things I noticed when I was listening. Now, I
1: listened to all ten minutes of this a couple times, actually. And the thing that stuck out to me the most that I just didn't remember is how often we talk about McDonald's and specifically having sex with Grimace. <laughs> this is i don't remember that being a thing on rare encounter but it turns out uh we've done it several times that's the well we keep going back to yeah because you're (laughs) grimace (laughs) sexual you know that's the yeah the big purple gets me going maybe the shape no it was that (laughs) it was that and monkeys and i think some of the monkey ones didn't make the cut because there were too many assorted things i really had to cut some to make i
0: think i I think with monkeys that's more just rule of cool because everything's cooler with monkeys
1: there were so many monkey bits in there and they were all spank it was between spanking monkeys strangling monkeys murdering monkeys and all other kinds of things escaped from the monkeys yeah it's uh i don't know it's maybe a weird it's like you're looking in the mirror and for for the first time and saying wait a minute is this me it's you it's me all right Oh man! Well, there's some people who uh, who donated to our hundredth episode. As today is our hundredth episode or hundredth encounter. Um, I have indeed. I have the full list on my side, and uh, you said you had some trouble getting them all. Do you have a copy of my list that you can go through, or you want me to
0: read them? I got I got the copy of your list, and I added them into mine. Awesome. So who do we so, got? I'm I'm gonna start I'm gonna start off with the. With the donation that doesn't involve the blockchain, and that's also that's also from our executive producer for tonight, who is none other than Serpent. Serpent, and he sent in yeah, Serpent, and he sent in a whopping dollar per episode. In other words, he sent us a C note. Yeah, well, yeah, hundred bucks, buckaroos. Yeah, thank man. you, Serpent he says, he says, here is for a hundred disasters and to a hundred more. Stay fruity, boys. Signed, Serpent. Well,
1: thank you. Serpent's always been a good sport. Uh, We've roped them into stupid things before. (laughs) And he just, he went along with it like a chip. So uh, we owe him. And now we owe him even more. So we gotta, I guess we gotta keep the show going. Uh, Serpent says the show twisted into taters.
0: Yep, like curly fries.
1: Like curly fries, we've twisted into taters. Uh, we got some regular Boostagram uh, <laughs>
0: donations too. I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh let's see. We got just after last week's episode. Servo sent us sixty-six, sixty-six sats with the simple message of hi, 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 Servo, hi, Servo. <laughs> I don't. On the s- weekend, on the weekend, we got. On the weekend, we got half of 9,999 sats from Science of New Growth through three attempts, all of which failed on my end. <laughs> all of all he of on my He sent us 3333 sats three times, and your half arrived every time, but mine ha- my half did not because Fountain did not seem to like me on the weekend. Yeah,
1: so those Fountain problems continue. No, but Signs of New Growth has been a great supporter of things, as well as a, a cool musician. And if you haven't listened to Signs of New Growth, you need to go listen to their music on uh, any new podcast app. Uh, newpodcastapps.com. In fact,
0: they've been executive producer themselves uh, at least once. Yes. Um, we we got-, got a we got a test from Midas. He's testing something. I don't know what he's testing. He yeah, he's testing me. something. He sent 100 sats... He was testing Fountain and my node. Uh Aha. Hmm. I
1: replied to him on No Agenda Social. I said a test was completed or something to that effect, but I still couldn't. uh... So I saw my side of that. I, I presume that he was trying to boost both of us and your side didn't go through. Jeez.
0: No, I saw it on my side. This one I saw on my side. Okay. So it was working. Fountain was working for me on... For sending to me on Monday, but it wasn't working to send to me on Sunday. Now, we got another couple of donations today from the birthday girl of the week, Carolyn Blaney. Yes, of course. Whose birthday was yesterday, yeah. So she sent us 10,000 sats, and then another 8888 sats, and she sent different messages for each one. So, first one... Her message is Sats for the Laundromats. Happy 100th episode, Abel and Cold Acid. Looking forward to the show, break a leg. (laughs) And the second message, Lucky Eights from Fountain to Abel and Cold Acid for Rare Encounter with love from potential executive producer Carolyn Blaney. (laughs) Potential? Yes. Potential. No one knows until the bell rings.
1: You never know where you stand. That's (laughs) true. No, thanks Carolyn for that and happy birthday. I have you in my uh we don't usually do birthdays on here, but I have a uh, a note about that for the hog story bit. So we'll get to that when we talk about hog story. Um and uh I think that was everything I saw. One of one of the ones you mentioned I didn't get. I think it was servos. So it's interesting. The bifurcation of boostograms is a thing. Sometimes they go one way, sometimes they go the other. Got
0: I I've said it I've said it before, but lightning Lightning, in its current state, is not really the best way to do boosts because there's this whole thing where, where like if the, like the trans, it's not one transaction, it's multiple transactions, and they aren't they aren't atomic together. If it fails for if it fails for one recipient, it could still go through for all the others, and then. Unless unless everybody's in contact with each other and double checking, you don't even know like if it if it actually went through to everybody or not. Unless you're the one who's sending, in which case you have sent you've sent a boost that says one amount but is really a different amount. Yep. Meanwhile, with Bitcoin itself, you can send to multiple multiple recipients. And have the split there right in the one transaction, you don't get the, well, actually, I think you can include messages in transactions with Bitcoin, but it, but it raises the cost of it because it increases the size and yep. Bitcoin transactions, the bigger they are, the more your fee is going to be. Mm, yes.
1: Well, there's uh, there's some stories I want to get to. Uh, I think there's one that we have to talk about first. It's probably the most important story I saw. It is from
0: yesterday. Um, Sacra Blue. Th- this is the Pennsylvania story. Pennsylvania story. Oh, yeah, that is big news. This, we do
1: have to talk about that th- one. This is the second tractor trailer crash that we have reported on in Pennsylvania. Uh, the first was the monkeys, uh, of all things, the monkeys who were going to the bio lab, but this is the tractor trailer crash that sends 15,000 pounds of quote, hot dog filler onto Pennsylvania highway.
0: They had a, uh, that's a lot, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of ass meat.
1: Yep. That's a lot of, uh, pork buttholes and, uh, sphincters and, uh, all the other weird parts they put in that sausage in that hot dog. The, uh... Pennsylvania State Police said the driver of the tractor-trailer was traveling at a high rate of speed and lost control of the vehicle, and the truck crashed into the trees, of course spilling the hot dog filler, as they call it. They won't even call it meat, which is, uh, I think, the most important part of the story. (laughs) It's just pink sludge. So... There's uh, some nasty pictures. I think we can get one in the show notes. I, I couldn't copy one in mine, but I have one. I, I'll send you called to put in. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it looks disgusting. And I had some commentary because I have actually driven I-70 in Westmoreland County, uh, Pennsylvania. I've driven it a fair amount at this point because I've been going back and forth. Uh, when I was moving to, to Maryland, I was driving down there. And when I was moving from Maryland to Ohio, um, I was taking that route a couple times a week. So I, I'm familiar with that stretch of road and, you know, my feeling about that one is actually a toll free. Um, if you go on it, you don't actually, uh, if I remember right, you don't pay a toll. Maybe I was just using Google maps to get around it, but Pennsylvania on I-70 has toll booths set up. Uh, no, it is a toll road. Yeah. Now, now I'm thinking about it. And it's the only part of I-70 that has toll roads. Everything else, you can drive all the way to Utah, and you never pay a toll. I mean, it's a highway. It's an interstate. That's what it's there for, for people to drive on. But Pennsylvania makes you turn off, go around this stupid little turnaround thing, and then pay a toll to get back on. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's it's, it's always a traffic jam. It's miserable to drive through. And uh, I
0: don't know. It's They just should terrible. look into the sort of toll road that we have here in Ontario, where it's just all computerized. There's cameras that take a picture of your license plate and then they mail you the bill. Oh, they do that, but the There's none of, there's none of this stopping and dropping coins in a box or any of that other shit that slows things down. No,
1: you don't understand the, hi- Essent- the as, highway. And
0: essentially, essentially this this highway that we have here that's a toll highway is essentially a fucking autobahn. Nobody goes slower than 120 kilometers on it. The highway and yeah, it's just you go when you go on the ramp. When you go on the ramp, this setup. If you've got the transponder, it it does its little communication with it. Otherwise, it takes a picture of your license plate. And when you get off the highway, same thing. And then they know like what vehicle it was and from there they know who to mail the check or who to mail the bill out to and it's fabulous they have a turn the the highway
1: terminates it stops existing and you drive through what's like a little like a little segment of a town, it feels like the uh, you know, an exit that you're forced to get off from. There's stop lights, red lights that you have to stop and wait at, and wait for your chance to get make a left turn to get back on the highway and go through the toll booth. It's the way they actually laid out the road, it's been there for so long.
0: It's that sounds like that sounds like a border crossing. It's
1: terrible, it's absolutely terrible, and I hate driving through it. Of all, and I've been the entire length of 70. It is the worst part of it. It's absolutely terrible. And anyway, what I'm trying to say is Pennsylvania deserves this hot dog sludge on their highway, uh, because they're bad. They, and they're
0: fuck Pennsylvania. (laughs) Fuck their toll highways. Yes. Wheeling, West Virginia. This article, this article says something that really scares me as well. Between Memorial day and labor day, An estimated 818 hot dogs are consumed every second. Jeez. That's a lot of fucking hot dogs. Apparently something like 7 billion hot dogs. That's a hot dog for almost every single person on earth. (laughs) I'm reading this little clickbait
1: thing. It says eating a hot dog can take 36 minutes off your life, study suggests.
0: Jeez i can believe it eating that sludge
1: yeah i'm not a fan of hot dogs um i used to like cheese dogs a little bit but these days i just steer clear of that um in fact a lot of the sausages that you buy at the grocery store don't seem very good <laughs> in retrospect after no uh, after because you get they're some not ones so anyway there's your fifteen thousand pounds of hot dog filler uh story uh unfortunately I'm gonna kill the stream for a little bit. It doesn't seem like it's staying on for more than five or ten seconds. Maybe we'll kick it back on uh in a little bit and uh see what happens. Aww. But right now we're off the air. Ah, uh, which sucks. Alright, I made a mark. Well, we had um I had another story I wanted to talk about. This was the uh the French one. I think you were alluding to this. Uh do you want to take the French story?
0: Wee. Wee wee? Wee wee? Alright, hit me. Hit me with uh a cake. Well, I thought you were gonna. You brought oh. this story. I'm oh, just, you I a just French being, story. I was just being silly French. Oh, I was just being a silly French voice.
1: Oh, I thought you wanted to do it. Okay, this is the uh, the talk of the town. En français, is this guy Frenchman, uh-huh. uh-huh, disguised as an elderly woman, woman in a wheelchair, uh, got into smash some cake on Mona Lisa's face or the Mona Lisa, the Mona Lisa or tried to try to more
0: more like he more like he smashed it onto bulletproof glass
1: yes there's like a big plastic condom over these paintings you can't do anything to them and so the uh the cake went on and then i got wiped off uh soon enough so no damage done but the
0: yeah the if this was america the guy would have been like shot dead there by by the police instead they didn't even handcuff him they just escorted him out and let him know that his charges would be in the mail.
1: <laughs> Some guy dressed as an old woman on a wheelchair attacked it with a cake said <laughs> said somebody, "Ah oh, jeez." So this is the only good part about this story is this one little picture of the of the worker at the uh, who's wiping all the cake off the uh, off the uh, plastic in front of the painting is kind of fun to see. But there's the they, there's not much more to the story. That was it. There was some political agenda behind yeah. it too. It was for raising awareness of something. He was like
0: complaining it. about the environment or something. Mm-hmm.
1: With the smear of white cream across his protective glass at the Louvre, Leonardo yeah. da Vinci's famous painting was unharmed in the incident. All right, that was it. That's all I got. You gotta hit me with a story.
0: All right. Oh, what story should I hit you with? I wonder. Uh, I've got a couple. Um, how about something that you think you'd hear on Hog Story instead? Uh, hit me up with a... Super th- pigs! S- yeah, super pigs are invading the prairie provinces. A uh, thupa pig? Super pigs. Super pig! And no, this isn't, this isn't like the porcine equivalent to Superman. This is more like, this is more like... The opposite of that, like if super, like if Superman had been raised by Nazis or Soviets instead, right? Yeah, and then became a superhero. These pigs are like the equivalent of that. So these are these are wild and feral boars roaming roaming around in Alberta, and people are being people are actually being warned, like that. To uh, to be on guard against them. Hmm. They are apparently the worst invasive large mammal in the whole area because they will eat everything and anything. And it's at the it's at the point where where they are being considered almost an ecological disaster for the for the area. The property damage, the environmental damage being done to to the wild lands in there. Uh, the towns towns in Alberta are using the crime alert system, you know, where, like, if something if something's going on, they, like, beep your phone, say, like, stay out of downtown sort of thing. Jeez. So what do you do? Yeah. Oh, uh, you Ride that trap them or you hunt them.
1: Have you ever seen those hog traps, the uh, the really intricate ones? Like no, I'm, I haven't. I'm talking about so there's there's a bunch of different things you can find on YouTube that talks about hog traps, and um, they're not like bear traps where they grab the hog. They're they're designed to try and catch a whole group of these things uh, at the same time. And so what it looks like is maybe a 20 foot or a 30 foot radius f- fence, like a circular fence. Um, that is raised up off the ground and it's raised up off the ground by several feet, you know, so that the hogs can go underneath it. And then there's in the, in the center of this thing, which is, it's a giant looking trap. They put, you know, piles of bait, whatever the hogs are into cornmeal or whatever. It looked like you could put anything out there and the hogs would go for it. And, they either trigger them remotely or they have some kind of electronic trigger. And what happens is, when it triggers, is the, the fence just drops. And then now you have all the hogs in the pen, and, and they were getting, like, 20 at a time. They were getting just way too many. Of the, and then what you have to do is they go over there and they end up shooting them. They shoot them inside the cage, and that's how that's what they do. So it's not like catch like and release. Pig,
0: like fish in a barrel, like pigs in a cage. Like pigs
1: in a cage, you shoot them with a rifle. But the kinds of traps that they have are just elaborate. There's uh, a number of different really interesting YouTube channels where they just install the traps, they set them up, they bait them, and then they watch them on the game cams, and they go back and take care of things. Very interesting. Um, and it seemed like it was Now, I more- gotta
0: wonder, just how just how strong these cages are, and and, like, is there anything on the ground under them to prevent the pigs from burrowing? Because... Pigs can burrow, you know. Yeah, it's designed like that. And they're also they're also a lot stronger than they look. They can they can bend bars or just like break their way through a fence. No,
1: these are pretty. Uh, the ones I saw are these giant cages. You know, they look like they're uh, there ain't no one breaking through it.
0: Like the Velociraptor cage. Yeah, in up. Uh, in. Jurassic Park. I'm gonna send you a hog cage
1: picture in the back channel, uh, without typoing it. That is a small
0: one from what I saw. you see it? Okay, so so it looks like it's even it's even fixed in place. Oh yeah. It's like it's like a permanent structure and it's just this outer fence drops when enough of them are gathered.
1: They had these just giant ones. You know, that one looks kinda of small compared to the uh the ones I was seeing, but and it traps, like, a dozen of them at a time. Because they all go in packs, wow. right? They all eat in the same place? Yeah. You catch they all off. eat
0: in the same place. They all shit in the same place. They all muddy up the same river. Yep.
1: Those boars, man. So what you need is some of those traps, man. You gotta get some traps up in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you bait it with. What would you that... put in? How do you? How do you
0: trap uh they'll they'll need anything put whatever in there they will come and they will eat it extra poutine yeah yeah the poutine poutine that doesn't get sold we'll ship it all out to alberta for them to stick in the uh the cage ah
1: alberta i've never been to uh anywhere in canada it's still on my list i found out today i'm still not welcome in your country so i'm uh still holding back but
0: Dude, dude, we Canadians are still not welcome in our own country. <laughs> Trudeau doesn't want to let us in if we haven't accepted the jab into our lives. Even if you live there already, huh? Is that bad. Even if we already live here, yeah. it It's bullshit.
1: Yeah, I saw... I don't know if I told you this, but when I was traveling to Denver last, uh, the terminal I was at in the airport had the... Uh, well, one plane was to Denver, and then the adjacent one was a plane to Toronto. And everyone from who was going to Denver was just kind of cash hanging out. And we're, you know, chit chatting and as much as you do in an airport anyway, which is not much at all. And, uh, it's all, you know, you board and you get on the plane and you leave. And the Canadians and the people who are entering Canada were getting the rundown for how to survive the Canadian, uh, border patrol or whatever they are. The Immigrations Customs Enforcement, uh, and they said, "Well, here's how you can't go on the plane unless you have a mask in your hand. You, whether you're wearing it, you have to be holding one. You have to have this. You have to have that." And they went through all this stupid rigmarole, and you know, the American plane, you just got on, and when you got where you were going, you just got off. So I don't know what the big deal is. Why they, uh, why Canada?
0: I don't know. Why do you? Why because is this because we, because why why um hold on. Dad. Why are we sitting on the washing machine? Because in Canada, men have vaginas. There's your answer.
1: I see. Yes. So I'm glad I didn't get in the miserable line and get on the miserable plane to go to the miserable place. Instead, I went to the happy place, which is where I want to go. Yay! Hooray! I didn't end up traveling today. Did you notice that?
0: Hooray! Good job!
1: I I had my trip postponed by a week. Yeah, so I'm still still in Ohio. I didn't end up traveling. But I did get all flustered in But uh, you
0: still have you still have shitty internet as if you were traveling. So Yeah I don't know if this is this if this actually like paid off in the end or not.
1: Well what happened was the uh, folks who live in this apartment complex and live in this area of ohio in general all share one single wire and it's called spectrum cable and i think it's twisted pair <laughs>
0: yeah that's how ca- that's how cable internet works <laughs> and
1: and uh there's just one line twisted pair and it runs a couple couple miles uh, down the road to the plant and uh, everyone just piggybacks on it apparently that's what i expect based on the speeds that we're getting today uh uh, but
0: what really happened is we had a. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you a little secret about cable internet and Doxus modems. If you have a hacked modem, you can actually see all the traffic for everybody else in your building. Oh yeah, because it's on the same wire. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like. It's not like with the phone system, where you've got like a dedicated line going to a going to a switching system no it's everybody everybody's on the same wire and it's just when it's quiet for a moment you get to send out some packets
1: <laughs> no it's not
0: it's... it's not switching it's like it's like fucking token ring
1: that's that i don't think is true they do frequency division and anyway it's um qim anyway so um i don't think it's that bad for
0: Doxus. i mean but
1: the it's bad if it if it was set up. Yeah, I mean, with like the... at
0: least at least when you've at least when you've got like proper switching set up, then like everybody can be guaranteed their their like their own speed rate, because where it all connects into is like super fat anyways. But when everybody is sharing a twisted pair, well, you get you get shared bandwidth. And then you have issues where, when everybody's streaming the same Netflix, like streaming Netflix, well, everybody's getting uh, everybody's getting shit speed because you're sharing this like same like maybe 10 megabits megabits per second cable among like 20 to 50 households. The um,
1: I just want to take a step back and say that I do realize that cable is not actually twisted pair. That was a joke. Uh, it's coax, and uh, yeah, that's true. Which is even that. worse
0: because now you just have one wire. You don't even have two wires. You have one. Ah, you got one, but it's better. It's uh, better bandwidth. And anyway, twisted pair only works
1: if it's differential, so you only get one signal across it anyway. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. So we've got, oh, we got boost coming in for the show. <laughs> Despite the fact we had to kill the live stream, there's people who are boosting us. That's great. People are boosting. From be, boosting well, from the last beyond.
0: one I got was 24 minutes ago. So, so I don't know if you're still getting them. I'm not getting them.
1: Oh, I'm getting, I got 25. I got 21 minutes ago. I got eight minutes ago. We're going to have to read these at the end. Oh, I'm sorry. One of those is actually an ablecraft. craft. No, I'm getting some for rare encounter. One of them's is actu- actually able craft though. <laughs> ah, we did those separate lanes, ah, okay. man.
0: Uh, yeah right
1: let's do uh let's do some news or something um we got some anime news yeah yeah i saw i saw i'm i'm hype i am hype as fuck konosuba is going to have a season three confirmed yay
0: best girl is coming back and boo worst goddess is coming back
1: (laughs) Oh, you don't like aqua i think aqua's a fun character she's fun she does all the aqua's terrible she does all like she wastes all her
0: she's you uh, she's useless and all All she knows all she knows is how to be a bitch and how to do party tricks
1: the party tricks are great though it's like hey I can spray water around I can fill up a glass of water
0: no no I I got I gotta I gotta I gotta like say like it's gotta be it's gotta be Megaman. I, I love a girl who loves a good explosion
1: <laughs> not even darkness huh i think darkness is a fun character darkness
0: Darkness is is a little too much of a masochist for my liking i do like her big tits but i mean i mean you like pinch her and she's like gushing pussy juice right like girl is a little bit too cray for my fucks
1: they there was a scene in the movie did you ever watch the konosuba movie Oh. No. where they they're gonna get chased by orcs. I should have. They're they're getting chased by uh, by a bunch of orcs, and they're they're gonna catch up with do terrible things in darkness. Oh oh no! I'm gonna be uh, defiled by all these orcs. Those orc men are gonna get me. <laughs> she's doing her stupid thing as they're running away, and, and, uh, and someone turns to her and says, "No, all the orc men are dead. Uh, they're they're extinct. It's only orc women now." <laughs> and she just like she's she sinks down in the <laughs> ground. and gets run over. <laughs> She goes, <laughs> it, is, it is, um, it's a single note kind of joke that she has, uh, but it, it keeps giving. It's one every time they do, yeah, it, it's, it's still true. funny. So it, it hasn't gotten old yet. Uh,
0: no, mean- meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, there's also, there's also what keeps taking. Which is? Uh, steal. Elaborate. Best, the best spell in all existence that uh, Kazuma has. Oh, I thought you were talking about steal the metal. Yes,
1: steal the uh No, the, you know, the I'm, ta- I'm talking
0: about steal the panties.
1: Okay. Yes, it's just like, what was that movie? Um, God, now I can't remember my bad 80s college movies. Uh, Maybe it was 70s ah uh, we don't even have the chat they can't they'd be telling me what it was party uh party animal animal house was that it yeah no maybe probably animal house yeah i think it was animal house
0: animal house probably yeah
1: oh boobery says he's gonna add me to the stream okay uh i'm gonna add him and uh see if he can stream away let's see add the link myself uh, boobs <laughs> i spelled his name wrong all right he has an invite we'll see if he does anything uh onward onward what else is coming Sp- up how's spyx family by the way it's great um it's a lot of fun they actually they have the merchandising down for that they haven't done spyX family merchandising uh or i'm sorry they sh- i should say they haven't done anime merchandising like this hard at least that i've noticed in a little while and that's something because you know anime is like a whore for merchandising but they they had um tamagotchis i think it was real i don't know if it was a meme or something. yeah with spy x with like anya the the girl from spy x family they had a tamagotchi series someone had i, I think it was real it might have been a like a joke mock-up but it was one of those things that was so believable that uh that it's it fooled me that's for sure if it's if it's a fake but the uh the idea is you know like the little keychain pets that you would take uh Take around with you if you were a kid in the early 90s.
0: <laughs> it, I remember I remember them. Yeah. Well,
1: apparently they're coming back and they look just the same too, you know, the the versions that they put out. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. I didn't take screenshots. I don't take screenshots much anymore. I used to do that every single episode of Rare Encounter. Back in the day, I would come in with a list of maybe a hundred screenshots from all the, the anime we were watching and uh, discuss it.
0: I've got some news that you that you would like to talk about that I just came across, okay? Apparently, key visual has been released and premiere date has been set for Luminous Witches. Hey! I did not see this. Yeah. No, you didn't. I didn't think you did. No. July 3rd. Well, that's coming up. July 3rd. Jeez.
1: Okay, uh, where's the key visual? Do you have a link? Can I see it? I want to see what it is. I'm ex- yeah, very uh, excited. A,
0: I, saw it, I saw it on Anime News Network.
1: Yeah, Luminous Witches is uh, a Spike uh, Slake, a, a spike, Witches, Slike Witches, I'm sorry, Strike Witches uh, anime that has been in development hell for a while after a number of things happened they got delayed one of their main uh voice talent uh, uh, actually quit, actually quit and we're just gonna mute boobs there <laughs> and uh it, it's a show by studio shaft and it's a spin-off from strike witches that's not about combat which i'm not too sure about because they've done non-action versions of strike witches before and they were never really that great so i'm cautious. But the thing that they are doing is it's a musical or it's a music oriented show. So they're an a instead of a fighting flying
0: idols, essentially, it's 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 love live. But in the but in the Strike Witches universe, they're
1: like a morale battalion. They are the army band to to say and and Strike Witches had a number of good um period correct songs like insert songs in the show where they would have characters singing over a radio or getting recorded or something like that you know and they did a really good job and what they were would sing was you know love songs or popular songs from the 40s and they'd sing them in kind of either butchered german or japanese but they'd uh they they actually worked out really well the way they would place them in so i'm i'm excited that they might do that in luminous which is if it really is love live, then I'm kind of I'm not into that. Uh, that that would be the failure state for Luminous Witches. <laughs> if it's you know J-pop shit, that's not my my shtick. But if it was you know a all a bunch of characters who are based off you know famous singers from the '40s, singing songs from the '40s, you know with, with a modern sensibility and some other light plot around it, even if it wasn't about combat, you know they. Uh, there's some appeal there i'm i'm excited for luminous witches july i know
0: i know you've been like pretty (laughs) much pretty much every time anything about it has been mentioned it would be all over your notes yes
1: Oh, that's great by the
0: way here's something here's something else uh i've never i've never read this manga but uh have you heard of hunter x hunter
1: yeah, that's a shonen manga, if I remember right. Shonen series, Lo- kind of
0: long running too. Yeah, and it's in- it's infamous for for going on hiatus multiple times. Oh yeah. Uh, the latest time it's been on hiatus since November twenty eighteen. After the previous the previous hiatus was September twenty eighteen. The one before it was April twenty eighteen. The one before it was September twenty seventeen. Hmm. So it's coming out of hiatus again, and sometime in the future, nobody the 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 artist has not said when, but he's putting together ten chapters for release, and then uh, it'll probably be on hiatus yet more yet again. Hmm. Is
1: this? there's a statistic i'm trying to remember it was something along the lines of hunter x hunter has been on hiatus longer than it's been in production
0: i would not be surprised <laughs> it's one of those huh uh, one of those yep
1: yep Jeez. i'm looking at i'm just i'm sorry i'm just still looking at luminous witches i got the key visual of course you are they have an official english name for it which has not yet been revealed it's allied air force magical idols luminous witches is the apparently the official title for it allied air force that's all you need to know
0: yeah and like i said like i said it is it is essentially love live in the strike Witch universe <laughs> oh man well, what do we got? You had some holdovers. Prove the- me wrong, Abel Kirby. We're going to prove see. me wrong. We're going
1: to see when it comes out. I'll give a full review. Don't worry. So what do you <laughs> what do you have for stories? You had a, something about the history of the Internet. Was that something you brought or that was something you kicked around? No, last time, no.
0: Ever- I was Yeah, that was something kicked passenger- around before. But I do have history to bring up. OK, I got quite a bit of history to bring up. Shall we start with the shall we start with the sooner or the later history? Hit me with the sooner. How far history. back do you want to go? Uh, Thirty-four hundred years <laughs> or eleven thousand? Oh, what the hell! Let's go for eleven thousand. All right. So we get to t- I get to tell you about penis statues carved in the time before agriculture. <laughs> okay. These are pre-vegan, yeah. hunter yeah. gatherers only. Yep. That. Uh, so you, of course, heard of Gobleki Tepe, right? Um. No. I might. I might have. I don't. No? Know, it doesn't sound familiar. One of the one of the old like the oldest the oldest set of buildings ever ever found in uh, Anatolia in Turkey. If it has a um, an English name, I probably heard that. Gobekli Tepe. Hey, I've never heard of it. Is the name that is the name it, is that it has, and that everybody knows it mm. as. Well, apparently I don't. So tell me no, about apparently this. Apparently you don't. Uh, so it was like a temple complex that was built before people started uh, agriculture, and that uh, about three thousand years later was backfilled in with dirt. Like it didn't just like you know, like dirt came in the way that the way that like old stuff normally gets covered. No, it's like people actually filled everything with dirt and walked away. Hmm. And apparently it's not the it's not the only place like that. There is a whole area that uh, that Gobekli Tap is in called the Tastepler. And these are like this stony hills or something like that. And there is another site called Karahan Tepe, which has been uh, which has been surveyed for the last couple of years, and it has a it has a uh, building that is filled with uh, giant stone penises, uh, <laughs> like phallic megaliths like wow. complete complete with completely carved with like a cockhead and everything woohoo so these are uh these guys are yeah. getting excited oh yeah they're definitely getting excited have you been to my dick garden <laughs> so yeah like it's uh, it, it's pretty wild so what what people couldn't believe at least at first is that gobekli tepe was first erected around 10,000 BC and they believe that that agriculture started developing around that time a little later and the question becomes the question becomes did these sites were these sites built when like because of agriculture or did agriculture begin because people were coming to these sites and they needed to to figure out how to feed everybody, mm. so it's an it's an interesting new question. Well, I guess it's not new, but uh, it's an interesting archaeological question. Were the were these temple sites and uh, housing structures first, or was agriculture first? Yes,
1: you know, uh, there's got to be like one guy who said, "Yeah, I was here before the agriculture." Yeah, <laughs> of course. The hipsters of the time. You know, I was here before we started. So there's an, there's another
0: out. thing as well that all these sites have, and that is that is carvings of men holding their dicks, as you do. Yeah, as you do. So uh, when surrounded me. by wild, when surrounded by wild animals that you are hunting or that may be hunting you, you must, of course hold on to your dick and protect it.
1: <laughs> you just, They're just sowing their seed. That's all they're doing.
0: Yeah. Honestly, you know what would be great? If time travel actually could happen and we had, like, personal cloaking devices, <laughs> I, you know, I'd, I'd, like, get all up in, in some sort of environmental suit, have it all sprayed off, go into, like, some sort of vacuum sealed container have all the air pumped out and then travel back to this time with the cloaking device on so i can actually investigate like all this stuff in person what so i wouldn't do that i go there and i grab my dick with the rest of them that sounds like a great place to I, hang out. I, I, yeah but back then back then there weren't really white people like we know them today there were reddish ruddy people at at most, so you'd be like, you'd be like glowing like a fed. I mean, in their eyes, I'd be holding your dick. They'd know you're definitely not one of them.
1: Hey babe, you ever seen one like this before? I mean, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. You and your airtight <laughs> container and sneaking in. It's man, you just take <laughs> you take off your pants and you join the group. That's what it takes.
0: See, so I, the, I, other is, <laughs> the other question is the other question is. Why why after all the time and effort building these structures did they fill them all in, bury them, and leave them all behind? Um shame? I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it's like when you figure out. I mean, I mean eventually eventually they got embarrassed by all their like eight-foot-tall stone peni. I'm just
1: saying, you know, uh, it's maybe if you had an old podcast you didn't want
0: anyone to hear, you might take it offline. Yeah, not, people have done that, haven't they? Not, not that I, that's ever happened to me before. <laughs> hmm. Well, I have no shame.
1: Yes. You in your vacuum-sealed container. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. For favorite time hits. travel. For time travel, yes.
0: <laughs> I, I'm more of a fan of naked time travel, by the way, as a as a thing i i i could tell by by your desire to hold your dick with other people from the past it's a communal thing okay if you're there you'd understand dad yeah yeah join the paleolithic circle jerk Actually, it would be it would be Mesolithic, wouldn't it? The Mesolithic, not not yet Neolithic, but definitely not Paleolithic.
1: Hey guys, we gotta we, we gotta figure out this architecture. Uh, we gotta figure out this agriculture now, because uh, we had, we gotta make learn how to bake a biscuit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't just be holding our dicks together. We gotta eat something at some point.
1: <laughs> oh well, I was going somewhere else, but we don't need to go there. And. Uh... What else? So, are there? What was the other site? Was this uh, the three thousand year old? Uh, so
0: story? the other site was a ancient city buried in a buried underwater in a reservoir in Iraq. A reservoir. So, yeah. Back in back in the back in the eighties, Saddam Hussein had constructed what is known as the Mosul Reservoir. Because, well, until it was built, getting fresh water in Iraq was essentially controlled by whoever was upstream of the country. Because the only two main water sources in Iraq are the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. And so a big reservoir was made on the uh, on the Tigris River. And then... With the uh, with the huge drought that that happened in Iraq last year, the reservoir was like half or three quarters drained in order to supply fresh water to the rest of the country, and that led to this city reappearing, hmm. the city that that uh, archaeologists believes may be. Uh, the place once known as Zakiku, an important an important city in the Mitanni Empire from around 1550 to 1350 BC hmm. So here we have here we have this here we have this site that was built with stone baked clay bricks right not not fired bricks or anything it's been underwater for like the past four decades and it could be and it was going to be almost just as quickly covered back up so of course archaeologists uh went went there like super fast and started excavating and documenting as much of it as they could before it was resubmerged that's cool the yeah it's very it's very cool those... And so before, before it was resubmerged, submerged they did cover everything under a huge, very heavy plastic sheet that they held down with rocks. Oh, that'll keep everything out. Why yeah, well, that's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> but yeah, some of the stuff they found includes, like, uh, cuneiform tablets that are still in their clay envelopes, and pottery... And like the the walls of the buildings, and apparently one of the reasons that a lot of the site was still in good enough shape that they could they could tell what it was and do all their surveying and excavating is because the walls of the city apparently had fell in on the city uh, in history, and that actually covered up a lot of the stuff that they were digging up protecting it all from the waters of the reservoir
1: Hmm. there's a couple of those around you know where they've just flooded areas um there's one in massachusetts the uh reservoir i think that supplies a lot of water to boston had like enfield massachusetts is the one that i'm i'm remembering i can't remember the other ones that um it was a town they just they had to supply water to the city and they didn't have a good place to keep it. And so what they did is they just flooded a whole town. They, uh, revoked the postal code, kicked everyone out. And, uh, that was it. It's all underwater.
0: Back in, yeah, back in the, back in the fifties, a bunch of towns and villages in Ontario and New York suffered the same fate so that they could raise the water level for the St. Lawrence waterway. Hmm. They had, um, as a as a plot device in
1: uh, the anime Ghost Hound, took place in one of these sites, too. Um, that was, what? it was by the same team who made Serial Experiments Lane way a long time ago. But they had, um, you know, a lot of, a fair amount of the story has one of these towns which was flooded, but the dam's being worked on, and so they actually drain it. And so you know it's some of the kids um hanging out and getting into trouble out there and finding maybe some weird stuff that they shouldn't have been able to find out there uh, back when the uh back when the dam was being constructed, and then the, they're gonna flood the whole thing again, so there's a finite time to go and do stuff and and uh take care of the mystery which needs to be solved but that was a that was a good one, and it had a lot of good visuals of um like that The town that's been underwater for, for um, almost a modern town, you know, a 40s or 50s era town that's been underwater for, for 30 years and then drained. So it's, uh, it'd be nice to see what those, yeah. if, they ever, if they ever pull that exercise in uh, Massachusetts or in any of these other places, you know, where they actually drain the reservoir <laughs> to see what's underneath it. There's all kinds of uh, weird stuff people find whenever the water level gets low.
0: Well, I bet I bet a few hundred years from now something like that might happen, and and the archaeologists of the time will explore the drowned city to figure out how people lived before in the before times. Yes, they're gonna find all those MP3s I stashed down there. That's uh,
1: that's my biggest fear. Hopefully, it's many many years now from now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of years after after you've died so that not even your descendants would care about what they find out about you.
1: <laughs> yes, no one will ever know. Hey, uh, speaking of some sort of this ancient uh, history uh, stuff, there's there's been something I've been meaning to talk to you about. And it's a genre of YouTube video. Um, I think primitive technology is the best version of it. And I might have mentioned him once or twice before. Have you ever watched any of those videos where they... Try and start basically a um, a civilization from from scratch. Not quite a civilization, but they work up through building clay, starting fire without matches. Basically, go in the woods with nothing and try and see how far they can build it up.
0: No, not really. But I've seen these. I've seen these like books and even like single page printouts on like how to bootstrap modern civilization when. All you have is nothing. Yeah. The one that I would usually promote
1: is, it's just a YouTube channel called Primitive Technology. I think he has a book out now too. But the, uh, the premise is he's a guy in Australia. the The genre of this video is like a silent craftsmanship video. So it's, lot of some time lapses and you never really hear the the guy in it speak it's only one person out in the middle of the woods with like shorts and flip-flops and everything else is stuff that he made so it's um making clay pots so then it, he has water that he can carry over to mix um and make bricks more efficiently and building kilns and firing different things so now he has pots that don't break uh in, in they're actually hardened and and going from stick huts to brick houses and it's a very interesting thing uh there's a there's so many spin-offs, including fakes there's there's a series of these i think they were from india um like these brothers who would do things like make elaborate useless places to live where it's like, oh, we made a moat with a swimming pool. And, you know, the swimming pool is like a dirt floor and uh, it's not treated with anything. So it's basically standing water. And they so they filled it up just for the one day for the photo shoot. And, uh, the, you, you know, it turned green and nasty <laughs> with it. Yeah, week, because right?
0: because it's essentially it's essentially a cesspit without the piss and shit going right into it
1: but they'll they'll do things like they'll show oh it's just these two guys they're digging a hole you know for their basement and it's like they just have like shovels made out of uh sticks and stones right in the tied up together and it's like oh they're they're digging and they break ground and they break ground and then it's like jump cut to the whole thing's finished and we totally didn't use a uh, an excavator when no one was looking is the (laughs) the take that i got so there's a number of um of these fakes, and what, what I was thinking about is it'd be kind of fun to do a tongue-in-cheek fake version of that, where (laughs) you just make it as ridiculous as possible. You know, you could, uh, we're gonna make a hut and then, uh, you know, jump cut to, you know, uh, we're now we're designing vinyl siding or something, you know, it's just something stupid that's- Honestly, I'd like something,
0: I'd like something from the other end where, where, like, A game where you are essentially like starting starting off with nothing and building like your own your own like little site of civilization. Perhaps other (laughs) wanderers will come by and they will they will join what you're building and things like that. But like they'll they'll stand next to you and hold your dick with you. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? (laughs) But like, but essentially, like. Like you play as as like a tribe of hunter gatherers and you you like start like you can settle or you can start like agriculture and then settle or or whatever. Right. Like others come by, they can join you or you can kill them and eat their corpses or (laughs) what have you. I say
1: I say why settle when you can select that's. That's what yeah, I Yeah, but I mean say. like
0: net, net net is thinking Age of Empires and I'm thinking Age of Empires is already technologically too advanced for what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, there's a modern
1: version of this. Um it was a game show pitch that I wrote down once and never went anywhere. Um it kind of helps if you actually pitch it to someone if you want to go somewhere, but this one uh this one didn't have legs, but it, I always thought it would be a fun idea for um a almost like reality tv game show and it was based on my own experiences uh i've moved around the country a lot and generally when i move to a new place in recent years i don't know much about the area i'm moving to i just kind of know i'm gonna live there and i gotta go basically bootstrap myself with nothing and I've also traveled without luggage before, and I've done long trips where i just I walked on a plane with nothing, and I got off on the other side, and then you have like what's in your wallet and what do you have in the bank account and you you make it work and that the idea would be to have people and you drop them off in a city and they have you know cash or they have a gift card or you know something like that, some finite number of finite resources, and they have to do something you know like develop we got to get an apartment It's going to have a uh foosball table or something like that and whatever it takes if you're going to do odd jobs or if you're going to you know find your way almost like an amazing race sort of situation where you have to bootstrap yourself up to whatever the goal is and uh you have a couple people they're in the same city you know competing at the same time and you have cameras follow them around and uh, see what happens i think that'd be a a fun reality show and it'd be cheap too because don't cost too much you just
0: gotta follow losers with cameras (laughs) so anyway okay have you have you ever have you ever seen or at least heard of naked and afraid i've seen it yeah yeah so that's not quite what i'm thinking of though no but but i'm think i'm thinking something like i'm thinking something like that but more people and as a video game that that's the sort of thing I'm thinking. Except that your helpful item isn't going to be a modern thing if you even have one. You get a you get a stick, right? Or you get you get a sharp rock, right? Something something that you could actually have like thirteen thousand years ago. Okay, so you could get. Like, By the way, uh, have you heard? Have you heard of their? Uh, discovery's latest uh their latest show naked and horny uh no uh love in the jungle where <laughs> people aren't you're not you're not allowed to you're not allowed to talk to each other all you all you can do is just like it's like body language and can okay. use that to like Hit on the people of the opposite sex.
1: You keep bringing me to the grabbing the dicks thing, and I can't stay away from it. You keep leading me back
0: there. <laughs> you just—it's no, because in this in this case, you're not grabbing your own dick. You're trying to find a girl who will grab it for you. <laughs>
1: that's all we want in life. Yes, that's body language. Here's my body language. I'm, I'm going to write you a note in the sand. <laughs> Hold on, also, take, they're actually a clothed
0: <laughs> in Love in the Jungle. They're not naked in this show. <sighs> you know,
1: in the good old days of game shows, we or reality TV, we had Flavor of Love. Remember that? <laughs> With hold on, hold on a second.
0: Hold on a second. I just, but I just saw one of pictures in this article that I linked about Love in the Jungle, and it's the dudes in the show all wearing like antler headbands for a mating ritual challenge. And all I can think of is like how deer charge at each other antlers first. And are they going to get the guys to do this? Like try and gouge each other's eyes out or give each other concussions with these antlers. Hmm. And I'm thinking, I could I could enjoy watching that. That <laughs> would be so ridiculous. I'd love it. Oh
1: no love in the jungle i lost it at love in an elevator okay that's the
0: <laughs> love in an elevator
1: yeah oh man so what do you want to do now do you want to you want to cut it and do boostograms or do you want to do another story
0: Ah, uh, i don't i don't have another story but you do have these uh prank videos i want you to talk about them especially especially this uh this drive-thru one <laughs> Oh, the stone
1: cold et yeah, I didn't. Yeah, get I ended up cutting your clips today instead of this one, so uh, I did get to oh. cut it. Uh, but this is uh, Linked for posterity. It's a very old video. It's over a decade old now, and this is Stone Cold Steve. It's Austin. It's not over
0: a decade old yet. It's that's still a few months away. Okay, it's, apparently it's, September 19, twenty twelve. It's uh, it's uh, nine years and three months
1: old, and it's just a clip of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin at a white castle drive through <laughs> just being a <laughs> being a moron and uh it's kind of fun to listen to is he's, he's doing voices he has an et mask on and uh i was gonna do a bit about it but i uh i actually forgot about it until he brought it up so
0: oh let's do and then uh, this other one is is funny too making people think they're landing at the wrong airport
1: <laughs> oh yeah this is um Making tourists think yeah. that they uh, that they're landing at the wrong airport. So on the approach to, um, oh, jeez, was it Gatwick? Gatwick. Gatwick. They Gatwick. had they had a um, couple people who had access to the <coughs> property, which would be in the um, field of view for passengers sitting on the planes who had window seats uh, and you know, on an approach vector to land to Gatwick had set up these signs, uh, written on the bottom that said, what they say? It says, welcome to some other airport. Uh, welcome to Luton. Welcome to Luton. To, to Luton, And, uh, apparently they got a couple people. People got kind of panicky about it. They thought the plane had flown <laughs> to the wrong place. <laughs> well played. So that was a fun prank. That's the kind of stuff I like.
0: Yeah. So those, those videos will be in the, will be in the show notes for, for people to watch. So before wh- we get on to boostergrams, there is one other thing. We did get a gift from Sir Spencer and Delorean to play on the air, oh if we boy. dare. Okay. How long is it? It's only fifty-four seconds. Okay. You want it? Yeah, do it. Tell me how badly you want it. Good job. Ah, ah.
1: You're gonna have to ruin. That's how bad I want it. I'll take chip. this potato chip, and eat it. And then, I'll say congratulations to Abel Kirby, and Cold Acid for reaching 100 episodes of Rare Encounter. Mm. Thanks for hashing it out week after week like two potatoes in marriage counseling. Sir Spencer and I thought it was only appropriate to mark this momentous occasion by buttering you up and mashing out 100 thrusts to celebrate. Don't be salty. This is a hentai show, right? Anyway, we're rooting for you appealing anime commentators. Stay fruity, boys, and study, study, study. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh,
0: uh, I love the potato puns. uh, 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 uh. I really love the potato (laughs) puns. That was a hundred thrusts
1: by uh, Dave Delorean, and uh, I think Sir Spencer was doing the thrusting in that case. But
0: well, uh, yeah, well, it's easier for the guy to do the thrusting.
1: <laughs> so of, usually. Bowl, of bowl after bowl, uh, Lorian and Spencer have their uh, had their episode one hundred sixty five bowl arena. Uh, that was just y- yesterday, I believe. Angry tech news. Uh, Had episode 35. That's bowl
0: arena, not bowl arena as in, as in like a ballerina in a bowl. Okay.
1: We had um, 35 of uh, Angry Tech News Department Availability. And I always need to check back to see if that's the same episode. No, it's a new one. So there's a new episode of Angry Tech News number 35. Uh, Behind the Schemes had uh, episode 99, I Am the Chemicals. And they are celebrating their 100th episode very, very soon, uh, I believe. Yeah. Are they doing it on Sunday? They're doing a special on Sunday, I think, with Dave Jones is what I've heard. So get your questions in. Boobery says no. Not – no, it's 101 then. They're doing a uh, – something coming up. So you got to listen to Behind the Schemes, Live. Yeah, 101 is on 612 with Dave Jones, he says. Yeah. So that'll be right after uh, – Right after No Agenda, not this Sunday, but the next Sunday.
0: Yes, episode 100 is on Monday, after Hog Story.
1: And finally, we had Hog Story, uh, episode 297, and they're getting up to 300. They had episode uh, 297, Coffee Key was the one, and that was uh, just the day before Carolyn Blaney's birthday, and today is just the day after Carolyn Blaney's birthday, so uh, happy birthday, Carolyn! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you!
0: Oh, we're gonna get sued if we sing that one, huh? Birthday! It's your birthday! <laughs> birthday! It's your birthday! You get it? Birthday! It's your birthday! Happy birthday, Carolyn! <laughs> Woo! Good job. Okay. Let's do some boostergrams. And this is and this is why I'm never allowed to sing. Hey, you did pretty good on the hexical ceiling. Let's do some boostergrams. All right, let's hit up these boosts. All right, so let's see, where do we start? Oh, I see where we start. Yeah. From Anonymous via CurioCaster, we received 1,110 and 1 sats. Also known as 11. <laughs>
1: yes, also known as 1111. 1111. Uh, 11, 11. Uh, thanks, Anonymous. You got to put your name
0: in the name field if you want us to know who you are. Or at least put it in the comment field, but the name field works if you're using Curiocaster. Just in case you're curious about it, you want to read the next one? Uh, sure. Uh, I see three, 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 three sats from
1: Boobery, who has boosted our rare encounter 100 live tag. And Boobery says, who, by the way, I should say, is also restreaming us. He saved the live. Uh, stream for the hundredth episode in it by rebroadcasting us in a couple different places but he
0: says you're my hero (laughs) you you should come over
1: to my uh ancient city uh my 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 what a fat stack of mp3s what brings a pretty little rss feed like you to a place like this Ooh, girl congrats y'all here to take another 900 9,900 episodes also If there's time to spare, would appreciate guidance
0: into getting on board with Podcast Generator. Well, Podcast Generator is easy to get into. Yeah. You get a web server, you make sure that a recent version of PHP is installed on it, and you unzip. Yep, you just unzip, and when you're done, you FTP the files
1: which would have been compressed, <laughs> and put them on your web server. And then you go to the web page,
0: and it has a... I think it's a three-step process? It's not even 12 It's a steps. three-step process, yes. We don't have a 12-step process, we have a three-step process. <laughs> and that gets you all ready to go.
1: Okay, Um. so thanks, Boo-Bury.
0: Uh. We had... Another one from HarvHat. We had 10,000 sats from HarvHat, I see here. And he said 100 100s. 100 100s. Thank you, HarvHat. Yeah, Uh, that is 100 squared. We had uh, 5,000 sats from
1: Carolyn. She says, I remember being on Rare Encounter episode 34. That was so fun. I read a manga and we all (laughs) laughed. 34? (laughs) That's how long ago that was?
0: That's yeah, amazing. we gotta
1: bring her back, and Fletcher. We gotta get back to doing guests on here. We somehow we dropped that. I think it's because it takes more work than uh, than we've been putting in lately. But I think we need I, to do I that. I
0: think more. I think more. It's just we've had so much stuff ourselves that we keep forgetting to uh, figure out who to invite for last show of each month. I need to get because we had that going for a, for a while. Where the last show of the month would be our guest show. Let's do it this month. Let's commit. Yeah. Let's make a 100 commitment. 100 commits.
1: That that on the 29th of June, we will have a guest, and we don't know who it is yet.
0: But we'll figure it out before the 21st.
1: We'll figure it out, bud. Let's see. uh, I see an Ablecraft one that snuck in. Uh, You want to take the next? I
0: see 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 one from Booberry for 3333 sats. Abel Kirby and Cold Acid. Is that acids. the next one? Yeah, that's the next one. Able Kirby. 24, antler fir, antlers first. <laughs> I'd wear that hat.
1: 24, antlers first. Huh, interesting.
0: Yep. And last but not least, another 9,999 sats from Carolyn. And she says, Televised dry humping exercises is such a tease. Great show, <laughs> smiley face XO.
1: Yes. And if you listen to Rare Encounter, they're not dry humping. You can listen to the real thing. <laughs> on our, on our oh own my. program. Okay. Um, well, thanks, Carolyn and Boobery, uh, especially for for re <laughs> restreaming us today. And Harvhat, and uh, Anonymous, and Metis,
0: and Signs of New Growth, and Serpent. And servo, Signs of New Growth, yep. Yeah. Serpent. In fact... T- and to Sir Spencer and DeLorean and to Lavish and to Ryan Bemrose. Tom Starkweather. Ryan Bemrose. Fletcher. We've already said Carolyn. Uh C. Brooklyn. Cotton Gin. Uh to Are we just naming Ice, people? Hawk, <laughs> yeah, Ice Hawk. Yeah, I Hawk. And to Casey. Oh, those are all our guests. Who, else? They? Who else have we had? We, yeah, we naming have... our guests and a bunch of our donors. Well, we have Midas on too. Yeah, we did have Midas on now, and I did name him already. I as well. have a I have a little
1: uh, correction. I, I gave Sir Bemrose a special title when he came on. He was co host, not guest, so we want to make sure we preserve that uh he actually oh did, yeah he filled y- your shoes and actually did a straight up rare encounter it wasn't like a guest spot it was he was a co-host for a whole episode so that was fun he
0: i might, took over m-
1: he took me over <laughs> i think I'm, I'm gonna take a uh, a vacation and take a, a week off maybe not not immediately but sometime soon and i think when that happens we should get a replacement for me someone who could fill my boots and basically do a regular rare Cotton encounter chin? show Uh, if he's up for it, if he could do it, he knows me well enough. Yeah, I think he could. Hey, how's your how's your impression of me? Do you think he could do it? (laughs) Nah, you don't have to do an impression. I think he can. I believe in you. All right. So we'll figure those deets out. And, uh, (laughs) Ice Cube Soup says, in Fletcher's voice, turn your head and come. I don't know what that's in context to, but, uh, it was funny. And uh, on that note, I think we hit it. We hit it, and it's time to quit it.
0: Yeah, I think so. Oh, man. 100. Happy 100, Abel Kirby. Happy 100, Cold Acid. Well, until next time, uh,
1: I'm going to be Abel Kirby.
0: And I'll be Cold Acid.
1: right. For the next 100 episodes, (laughs) stay fruity, boys. Adios. I had a good woman. But she lay down, honey, and die. Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down.